Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Cincinnati's Q102, Jeff and Jen. What's the worst part of the holiday season? Mm, it's not your relatives. The traveling everywhere. The guilt of eating too much. <laughs> I guess it's not that either. Trying to go to grandma's house, my house, the in-laws' house, my aunt's house, all in one day. Now, evidently, it's the wrapping. Oh, yeah. Yeah, people say that Christmas is about the spirit of giving, and it's the thought that counts. Well, that may be true for gift giving, but according to a new survey, it does not include gift wrapping. 52% of people say the worst part of the entire holiday season is wrapping presents. And you like it, don't you, Tim? I don't mind it. I mean, it's not something I would go out of my way to do, what but I don't mind. It's sort of therapeutic. Jeff, do you wrap? I do, but I'm bad at it, and I don't like it. So I try to look for the bag, you know, like that little gift bag you gave me this morning. Yeah, I reused that. I left the tag on there for that specific reason, by oh, the way. Oh, heck yeah, I will. Yeah, but my... Um, boyfriend so it never really bothered me wrapping presents i'm just i don't like i wrap to get finished i don't wrap to make it look beautiful yeah and so my boyfriend is an engineer and he He's got the perfect folds yes he is a very symmetric wrapper like the the one pattern has to match up to the other pattern oh even there that are no jagged lines like he will fold the paper to mm-hmm. be the fold has to meet the fold kind of thing yeah. i can't handle it do you because this is what i attempt to do i don't i don't always get successful but uh like the presents for mom and dad are wrapped in this paper he does that and the yeah. presents for my brother and his kids are in this selection of paper. See, I don't do that. I'm like, I got one roll. Everybody's getting the same thing. <laughs> he does that, though. Scott's yeah. like, everybody, like, mom is in blue. Uh-huh. Uncle Kevin is in this. Wow. Amanda's in this. You know, Lisa's in that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's very That's much. so funny. And he uses different roles for different people. Damn. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, it's like a complete and total. But it bothers me because I'm like, you just spent six hours wrapping presents and he loved every minute and he does he just he makes himself a little drink he gets a bourbon he locks himself in the basement he listens to some tunes and he has his ruler out with all of his supplies and he just he does an amazing job good for him yeah you got you got paper with the you know the manger scene with the 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 blessed virgin mary that paper that's mom (laughs) paper you know, but if it's got uh, Christmas elves, maybe that's the niece and nephew yeah, paper. That one's going to the kids. See, I never know how much paper to use. I always use either too much or not enough, and then I got to recut it. And <laughs> oh, I'm just bad at it. Same. I just it's because I don't care, and I know that's mean, but I just I'm like, you know, it's going to get ripped open and thrown on the floor. Yeah. Still, there's nothing like the presentation of a beautifully wrapped gift, oh, though, right? totally agree. Back in the day when Macy's used to do I don't know if they still do it, but they used oh, to yeah, do it. Oh, yeah, when they used to have the gift wrapping? They used to have the gift wrapping service downstairs, and I would go there, and and they would, like, if you if it was something you got at Macy's way back in the day, or I guess it was Lazarus back then, uh, they would wrap it for free, but then they started charging and I was still fine with it. I'm like, it's still going to be a better job than I'll ever do. I think it's worth the money, so I would totally go. I think they do that still now with, like, um, organizations. Like, certain organizations will have the Christmas wrappers there in the middle of the mall, and mm-hmm. you make a donation to, like, the cheer squad or the band or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, why not? Make it look pretty. Everybody would be so impressed. Oh, look at th- this is beautiful. Did you wrap this yourself? Uh-huh. <laughs> Imagine you're in a work meeting and someone says, sorry, I got to take this. My dog is calling. It might actually be a thing soon. Researchers in Scotland and Finland teamed up to create a prototype device called a dog phone that allows your dog to initiate video calls with you. They, they put a sensor in a dog toy, so anytime it shakes the toy in its mouth, you get a call. Mm-mm. There's a screen they can see you on and a camera so you can see them. A researcher at the University of Glasgow came up with the idea, tested it out on her 10-year-old black lab, Zach, for three months. She showed him how to use it and then left him alone with it every few days, and he did call her a handful of times. That's great. Did she answer every time? Hi, boy. It's mommy. Hi. Yeah, I guess he um, I guess he made a few calls by mistake while he was sleeping with a toy, so he basically butt-dialed her. <laughs> and by the end of the study, there were certain times of the day she expected him to call, but he didn't, so she was kind of sad. Like She was kind of feeling like he ghosted her. And she's still not 100% sure if he really knew what he was doing, but she got several calls where it seemed like he did, like he would approach the screen and show her some toys and she would talk to him through a speaker and she'd get really excited and then he would just kind of like sort of ghost, you know? Yeah. See you, Mom. Which would leave her confused. Yeah. But the whole idea behind it is to address the problem of separation anxiety now that we aren't working from home as much. There are already video chat features you can access, but they want to let dogs be active users of technology and call if they miss you or feel anxious during the day. So there you go. That's kind of... I don't know how long it'll it'll be on the market anytime soon, but... I mean, I think you should give it a try. You know, like Jen's dog, Merle. I feel like he would be calling her every minute. Oh, you know it. Yeah. I think a lot of these devices are really important to give dogs choices or options to do things for enrichment reasons. They could use it to play music or to video call their human, like in this example. Dog phone is a device that allows a dog to video call their human. In the pet market at the moment, a lot of these technologies allow you to video call your dog. Um, but really, a dog has no control over this. No one really knows what a dog would do if they had control over a video call. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so there you go. Dog phone. It's called dog phone. Look forward to the store near you. Uh, what else we got? Oh, speaking of video conferencing and working from home, a video conferencing company called Owl Labs. They just released their fifth annual state of the remote work survey. And here's my favorite stat. One out of five remote workers have worked from a closet during I the pandemic. Did. Remember the very, very oh, first yeah. time that we we didn't even really know what was going on with our technology. But you guys were like, how about you try doing this? And it was a day where um, Scott had to get Penelope ready for school. And so I had to kind of hide out in the closet yep. talking to you guys on the phone while we were testing this new technology. I remember that. And that was horrible. I literally laid on the floor, like on pillows, on the phone. Yeah, and I assume most of those people were parents like you who needed some privacy or a place to do Zoom calls where the kids wouldn't interrupt or be woken up. Uh, But 63% of people who've worked from home during COVID have had to take care of their kids as well. That's a real thing. 
Most popular work-from-home spots are home offices, bedrooms, dining rooms, and couches. Are you a little jealous, Jeff, that you never really got to work from home? No, I really preferred coming in. Mm-hmm. I, I preferred getting up, jumping in the shower, getting dressed, getting in the car, having a place to go. It it helped for me. It helped me enjoy a sense of normalcy through the pandemic that a lot of people didn't have. Didn't yeah. have. Yeah, that was important. That he- kind of helped me get through it. Having a place to go every day. Mm-hmm. It was kind of it was it was eerily quiet. And kind of lonely. I miss the energy of having people in the building. I miss the lights being on. It was weird walking through the sales area and looking at all those empty cubicles with dust collecting on people's family picture frames. Mm-hmm. So when, when you all guys started trickling back, it was like, oh, thank God. Because <laughs> there is something to be said for that. You know, this is a social job. Yeah. You have to kind of feel the energy of like, uh-oh. Let's do it. Somebody's having a fun day. Well, yeah. And, you know, what we do is kind of collaborative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you don't have people there in the room with you, you feel it. It's hard to mimic that through, you know, not not in the same room. Like Zoom like technology. Like through Zoom or different technologically ways. It's, it's cool to we can, but it's not the same. Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, it works for some fields and some professions. And I know a lot of employees prefer it, but no, not me. Now, there may come a day where I may say, okay, is it possible that I could do the show from my house from now on? (laughs) And we're going to play this back to you and go, well, this energy in the room just wouldn't be the same. It just wouldn't be the same, (laughs) Jeffrey. Yeah. It is 815 with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Weather-wise, we got temperatures falling throughout the day in the 40s. Uh, We started off wet. We We do have a few patches of rain out there still. But by this afternoon, it'll be a mix of sun and clouds with afternoon highs settling in the mid-40s. Right now, it's 41 at Cincinnati's Q102. Coming up, your shot at $1,000. The 1K letter of the day is straight ahead. But first, check the roads. We got Denise standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Cincinnati's Q102. Jeff and Jen, 750. Uh, yeah, we're still kind of reeling from the shocking news that came down last night that uh, Camila Cabello and Sean Mendez are calling it quits. I feel like we kind of saw that one coming a little bit, though, Jeff. What do you think? Did well, you think I those two surpri- were together forever? Well, I don't know about forever, but I mean, they, they've been together for, what, a couple years at least, right? Yeah, two years, I mm-hmm. believe. But they're both really young. I don't think I realized that they were only like 23 and 24 years old. I thought they were a little older than that. And they seem to legit get along really well. Like maybe I'm just oblivious or I missed it, but I, you never heard of them fighting or not getting along. or Which is why we think that some of the online rumors might be true that they are just together for the publicity. Oh. Well, they wouldn't be the first couple. No. Which is, yeah, that's been making the rounds for at least a year. For a while. Yeah. So who are they really into? Well, the the rumors online are saying that Sean Mendez possibly could be gay and that Camila and him were coming together because she wanted a boost in her career. And so it was it worked out for them that they hung out. 
wrote music together. Oh, so it's not like, because like when I think of a fake relationship sometimes, and this is really bad, forgive me, but like this whole Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez thing, I think is a fake relationship. Mm-hmm. You just, feel like that's all for publicity all as well? all for publicity and social media. I do think that they call people and say, they're real good at sending the hey, PR out. Jennifer's going to be yeah. in the airport at blah, blah, blah time and a minute. And I definitely think that they do that. So you're saying this is kind of like that, only the rumors are that Sean Mendez is gay. Yes. Well, I don't know if it's necessarily like that. I feel like when you have two up and coming young stars, like it's very much like Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears, how they, it was always suggested that the two of them get together to kind of boost their popularity. Because even if you're seen together, like all of Britney's fans immediately start liking Justin because they're seen together. And I feel like that's kind of the same situation. But they legit had feelings for each other, didn't they? I think so. Yeah. But I feel like it was really suggested. I mean, it's, it's very that they, convenient too. Yes. I'll, I'll give you that. Right, but I think they liked each other. I think maybe Camila and Sean liked each other, mm-hmm. but I think it was suggested that they come together. Hmm. I don't know. That's crazy, though. If that is true, that we're still doing that in 2021, where we feel the need to, you know, get a beard, basically. Manu- well, you know what but I mean? Also, like mm-hmm. manufacture relationships for publicity. It happens all the time. But I guess if you got nothing else going on, right? Yeah, and you know, it's a lot of pressure when you're when you're young and you don't know necessarily how you should be presenting yourself for the right reasons. You got your upbringing and your family on one ear. You got your your PR record label people telling you another thing. You got your gut telling you another thing. And you're just like, I just want to do the right thing, but I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And I just want to be who I am. Yeah. It's easier. It's easier to just sort of sometimes just go with the flow and brush it under the rug and say, you know what? I'll just figure it out later. Well, like these two. Leave me alone. So they started dating two years ago when they both were like up and coming. Like she was opening for Taylor Swift and he had like a song or two out. And then they did like their Christmas tune together so they were doing that whole thing they spent all of covid together you know they're quarantining together and now they're breaking up and they're coming right back into the publicity area again you know yeah hey guys when they started to lull a little bit i like the way they worded this uh we've decided to end our romantic relationship but our love for one another as human is stronger than ever we started our relationship as best friends. We'll continue to be best friends. Yeah. I believe that. I mean, when you, even if you, I mean, you believe that they're best, like, really close friends, right? I, I don't think, think you'd so. have to be to hang out with each yeah. other that long. For two years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Camila is 24. Sean is 23. Yeah, it says here they started dating in July of 2019, so a little over two years ago. I wish them nothing but the best. Same, yeah. Yeah, let's, uh, let's look back at their time together. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.